This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. First up today, a conversation about lifelong learning. So this is something that has always interested me, to be honest, uh, because I, I left... Well, I graduated university, uh, but with the possibility of continuing. But I always, even at the time, I thought to myself, you know what, I'll come back to it someday. Um, And what I've heard from so many people, so many working people who are older than me, is that you know, honestly, if you have the chance to study or continue studying at the time, you should take it because once you start working, it's going to be hard. And the truth of the matter is, it has been. I think finding the time, finding the money, uh, finding the inclination in some ways to go back to school um, is a bit of a challenge, which is perhaps where something like online learning or distance learning comes in because it allows you to do it at your own pace, with your own time, things like that. Honestly, I've been lucky enough uh, throughout my career to have had a couple of different opportunities to go on, um, uh, one to do my further education, the next to do a fellowship. And they all involved full-time study at, at uh, institutions of higher learning. And I feel like it's it's funny, right? The whole youth is lost on the young concept. I think the opportunity to learn is lost on those who are at the age where they're meant to be learning, quote unquote. It's only when you start working that you see the value in having a classroom setting, a place to kind of marinate ideas, to pick up new things, to be amongst other people who are also on that journey with you. Um, and I completely see the value in being able to do it while you're also holding down, the, uh, down a job because not everyone has the ability to be able to just take time off and go off and study. So I think uh, the proliferation of online courses, distance learning programs have really made it so much more accessible for people who do want to either go back um, and pick up something new, uh, whether it's short or long term, whether it's a proper course or degree. Uh, I I actually have a lot of admiration for people who juggle work and studies at the same time. So I'm quite interested in seeing how things like open learning or distance learning, how they can replicate the experiences that you're talking about, the communal act of learning together, of being in a classroom, of discussing with others. And that's uh, part of what we're going to talk about today. So we do want to hear from you. Have you ever thought about furthering your studies as a working adult? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Professor Dr. Ahmad Izani Awang, uh, the President and Vice Chancellor of Open OUM Open University Malaysia. So keep it here on the Evening Edition BFM eighty nine point nine. Blues folk. Metal, BFM 89.9. It is 5.12. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we are talking about returning to study um, while being a working adult. The whole uh, conversation around lifelong learning. So we've been asking you, have you ever thought about furthering your studies as a working adult, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now is Professor Dr. Ahmad Izani Awang, Open University Malaysia's President and Vice Chancellor. Prof Izani, thanks for speaking with us today. So OUM has been established for about twenty two years now. Tell us about what it first set out to do and how much it's achieved since then. 
Actually, uh, OUM was uh, set up by the government who gave the green light to form a university um, under the consortium of 11 public universities in Malaysia. This is uh, uh, way back in the year 2000. Uh, what we first set out to do was uh, to provide higher education through open and distance learning uh, for working adults, especially those who had missed out on higher education due to various uh, reasons, such as family, you know, uh, personal or economic or other constraints. We uh, leverage on technology in order to cater the needs for working adults and also providing the learning support. Uh, when we began taking in students in uh, the year 2001, we had uh, only 750 students enrolled in four programs. And after more than two decades, we are pleased to share that we now have 55 programs offered under four faculties and a cumulative uh, enrollment of uh, uh, 200,000 students, uh, 200, students thus far. Uh, while uh, previously our students engaged in a blended mode of face-to-face -face classes and online learning, they now have fully online programs which makes it even more convenient and flexible to work and study at the same time. In addition, besides our own headquarters in Kelanajaya, we also have 35 learning centres across Malaysia. So what have been some of the biggest transformations that OUM has gone through over the years? In 2006, we implemented the open entry system. And uh, this is uh, an alternative entry pathway for university applicants who do not fulfill conventional requirements or normal entry requirements. We then uh, became one of the first universities uh, to be appointed as an APEL assessment center by the Malaysian Qualification Agency. Uh, for your information, this APEL stands for Accreditation of Prior Experiential Learning, which enables students to enroll in university based on their previous learning or working experience. Uh, so within uh, 13 years, that is from 2009 to 2022, more than uh, 33,000 people have come to OUM through APEL and more than uh, uh, 6,700 have already graduated. I would say our biggest transformation was when we rebranded OUM as a digital university. So uh, we now see ourselves as an innovative learning institution that offers a wide range of online programs accessible through a virtual platform. We provide uh, flexible and interactive learning experiences, expert faculty, comprehensive student support, and a diverse array of resources to facilitate knowledge acquisition and skill development. So those are some of the transformations that I think uh, we are very proud of. So what can you tell us about the people who are more inclined to pursue online learning? What are some of their biggest needs? Yes, uh, this is a very interesting trend uh, so far. And uh, as we know, the largest uh, age group has shifted from 41 to 50 years old now 
31 to 40 years old. And our learners are getting younger as the years go by. Uh, they are digital natives who, when they wake up in the morning, the first thing they do is look at their, their phone as what we do. Their entire lives are surrounded by gadgets, computers, smartphones, and all other toys and tools of the digital age. They are the ones who are more inclined to pursue online learning. The biggest needs uh, would be flexibility, of course, affordability and accessibility. They need flexible learning methods which allow them to study at their own pace and convenience. So speaking of that point about flexibility, how does OUM facilitate this and ensure that students get the, the best out of their learning experience while also fulfilling their career needs? Uh, classes, learning materials, discussions, assignments, exams, and whatever it takes for the students to, to accomplish their study uh, are all managed online. So this will not interfere with family responsibilities and careers. In other words, they can continue with whatever they are doing, but at the same time, they can study. Modules and other learning materials such as video-based courseware and lectures are provided over the internet for ease of access and use. Students also take charge of their study matters through MyInspire. This is a platform where we provide online, online support uh, for the students, yeah? comprehensive. And this is also a robust and user-friendly online learning platform which serves as a virtual campus where students assess their, access their courses, study materials, assignment, and engage in discussion. It provides a seamless learning experience, which prioritizes easy access and convenience. So recent headlines have shown that SPM leavers are not keen on pursuing a higher education. And the biggest reason for this is because of financial instability. So how does OUM benefit people who have these sorts of struggles? Yes, um, our core thrusts are flexibility, affordability and accessibility. From the start, we, we were concerned about catering to more people who faced financial limitations. That's why uh, we offer up to 400 ringgit in special rebates during registration and also uh, various discounts. For example, we give 5% discount on tuition fees every semester, uh, our alumni get another 5% uh, alumni discount. And this, this discount is applicable for a limited number of spouses, children and siblings. Uh, if they enroll as a family, there is, there is a, 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 a 200 ringgit discount per person. We also have uh, partial fees for people with disabilities and senior citizens. So... And OUM education, uh, part of what you do is it emphasizes the need for people to learn at their own pace. What would the learning process look like for students? So the learning process uh, involves classes, discussions, assignments and exams, just like any other university. However, uh, how these are conducted and managed is what is different. Uh, number one, for example, attending lecture or tutorial. So our learners attend e-tutorials instead of physical classes. 
Uh, all e-tutorials are recorded. So if they can't attend an e-tutorial at their scheduled time, they can watch it later. Even better, they can watch it as many times as they like, which is especially useful if the lesson is difficult or they need uh, to refresh their memory. So besides e-tutorials, our learners study on their own with the help of e-modules. Uh, written by subject matter expert uh, and developed in-house, these e-modules help our learners to study at their own pace from anywhere in the world. Uh, the thirdly is uh, regarding uh, a discussion about their lessons. Uh, they can uh, discuss, to discuss their lesson, our learners have e-forums where they can raise issues with their, their tutors and exchange views with their cosmates and so forth. Uh, our students don't have to worry about submitting their assignments in person to their tutors as it is done online because now they just have to submit their assignment uh, online. So by going paperless, we have made it convenient for both students and tutors as well, and it greatly benefits the environment. Okay, regarding sitting for exams, uh, when, it, when the time for exam come, our students need not travel to campus or any exam hall. Instead, they just need to open their computer, switch on the webcam and necessary whatever uh, gadget as required, and answer the question within time frame. And um, they can uh, obtain the latest info on courses, e-tutorial, assignment, or any information uh, through our official mobile apps what we call uh, my OUM apps, which uh, every student can download in their uh, handphone or uh, their computers. Yeah? The shift to online learning during COVID actually brought to light many challenges of online learning, the lack of face-to-face -face interactions with peers, difficulty maintaining focus on classes, limited access to guidance and support. How does OUM bridge these gaps? Yes, uh, certainly bridging the gaps in online learning can be very, very challenging. Our solution comes in several forms to enhance the online learning experience. Uh, for example, yeah, number one, in terms of online collaboration. Uh, we encourage peer-to-peer -peer interactions through online forums so that our learners can connect with their peers, engage in a meaningful discussions and share knowledge and experiences. Number two, uh, regarding synchronous session. There are opportunities for real-time interaction with tutors and cosmates through video conferencing tools. We use uh, Google Meets, Zoom, and whatever uh, I mean uh, uh, apps that is available uh, in order to, 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 to provide uh, synchronous uh, sessions. Number three, uh, about the clear communication channels. Our students have easy access to channels where they can seek guidance and support through the learning centers, our learning centers, where they are registered. Uh, prompt and regular communication with tutors also helps keep students engaged. Um, next one is interactive learning tools. We provide interactive multimedia resources. Uh, to enhance engagement and make the learning experience more interactive. These tools can help them stay focused and actively participate in their learning. Uh, 
Uh, online learning requires self-motivation, of course, and discipline. You know? uh, we provide a welcome kit for new learners, which helps them to kickstart their journey as an OUM learner and get the most out of their studies and learn about all types of support and assistance that we have. In other words, we want to prepare them mentally on how to shift from conventional learning into online learning uh, environment. Yeah. Right. And, you know, this is something that we spoke about earlier, actually. The fact that a significant university experience involves meeting with new people, forming new communities, friendships. What avenues do students have to engage with their peers outside of their classes? Okay. Um, uh, even though our students are having uh, fully online uh, classes, uh, we also encourage them to uh, join uh, activities uh, that we conduct uh, from time to time at our learning centres so that they can meet with their peers physically, uh, sharing their experience, you know, uh, not only regarding uh, uh, learning uh, activities, they can share their experience uh, and, uh, and get some uh, information from their colleagues and their friends. Uh, besides that, they can use that uh, opportunity to uh, seek help from our staff at the learning centre uh, should they have any problems or they want to get some clarification or they want uh, our staff to help them in terms of uh, organising their uh, study schedule and so forth. So uh, in order to uh, make this happen, we organise a lot of engagement sessions such as uh, Tari session, you know, and we also organise uh, sports activities so that they can come and uh, and uh, meet their, with your friend and uh, play sports together, uh, as well as a uh, hiking session. You know, they can go out uh, during one of the weekends organized by uh, Learning Center. And this will make them, uh, I mean, uh, feel closer and to create a bonding among our students so that they can give, they can have a wonderful experience besides study during, when they study at OEM, they can remember something more than just learning. Prof, would you like to leave us with a final thought? Of course, our motto is university, university for All. And this means that we want higher education to be available for all Malaysians, regardless of their socio-economic background. Our learners come from all walks of life. They are government servants, those who are working in private sectors, pensioners, housewives, and Many others, uh, I mean, uh, background, you know. And uh, in terms of uh, career, they are not only teachers, but also nurses or even uh, armed forces, you know, and other public and private sector employees, but also celebrities, athletes, and even prison inmates. Uh, this is very, uh, I mean, uh, diverse background of our learners, yeah. Our global outreach has resulted us in having students in countries such as Sri Lanka, Vietnam, Maldives, Bahrain, Yemen, and UAE. We are also expanding our offerings uh, in Indonesia, uh, Mauritius, as well as uh, some countries in Africa continent, inshallah. We have uh, also won numerous local and international awards and recognition such as Putra Brand Award in the education category. If you come join us, we can promise you a worthwhile journey 
which will not only enhance your qualifications, but also transform your career path. Prof. Izani, thanks for speaking with us today. That was Professor Dr. Ahmad Izani Awang, President and Vice-Chancellor of Open University Malaysia, speaking to us about returning to study as a working adult. Let us know, have you ever thought about doing this? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us and keep it here, BFM 89.9. Business, football, music. BFM 89.9. It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And we've been talking about lifelong learning, uh, the notion of going back to college, to university as a working adult. And we've been asking you, have you ever thought about furthering your studies? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have um, we do have a caller on the line. Good evening, Kelvin. What are your thoughts? Hi. Um, I think... Um uh, the preference, uh, I would say the preference should be that uh, working adults uh, should uh, uh, try to get themselves uh, into a uh, uh, learning situation so that uh, the, the real reason is because uh, when they, after their first degree or whatever, they have gone into uh, work, they will know exactly what areas of interest will be and therefore for them to select uh, the proper uh, career developing uh, uh, courses will be much more accurate, as well as my experience. I've done, uh, after my first first degree, I've done two masters and two doctorates just on a part-time basis. And one of, one of the masters I did was uh, actually to fly from offshore all rigs I was working in, to on a helicopter, come back to and fly back into <laughs> KL to actually, you know, attend my classes as well. I've done that before. So but that's a will. That's a way. Uh, that's an excuse. That's always a way not to do it. But I think uh, in the modern world, uh, going through a um, very targeted, focused um, uh, education for your future is very, very critical, yeah? And uh, after done all that, now during retirement, I'm looking at going back into to maybe doing a law for the next three years. So Kel- there's a will, there's no time limit either. Kelvin, that's impressive. Um, I just have one question. Uh, how much did support from your employer matter in being able to do this? Uh, early days, um, when I was uh, applying from offshore bricks, of course, uh, the um, oil company decided to uh, wanted to keep me, so they wanted to sponsor me. It's fine, but thereafter, the next three degrees, I sponsored on my own while working and while studying a new as well. Kelvin, thank you for calling. Um, that's actually a very inspiring uh, experience. I'm so glad he called. Yes, um, and this. It's a good reminder. I think it's a kick in the pants for you and me a little bit as well, right? And for everyone else who's like, well, you know, I don't have the time because it is true that if you wanted to do it, you would prioritize it. We have other messages as well. Uh, Bryant, for instance, is saying, yes, I'm actually in the midst of looking for an EMBA. I've worked for 20 years. Excellent. Uh, Madiha also says, I've been very fortunate with the opportunity to pursue a post-grad with paid study leave. As a full-time working mom, further studies would absolutely be impossible to do without the paid leave. Having said that, it was a challenging and uphill struggle to get the leave approved. Five long years of applying, 
getting rejected by my employer despite the unconditional offer from a highly reputable international university. Now, upon completion, I still take on other courses and other uh, and remote learning courses in my spare time. It should be easier to educate yourself, and employers should invest more in those with a desire to learn and upskill themselves. Madiha, you know that's what I was um, trying to get at when I asked Kelvin earlier as well about what sort of support uh, his workplace provided, because I do think that uh, things like paid leave or even uh, getting some amount of time off perhaps for exams or assignments uh, it works so much better and it's so much more I suppose it's just much less stressful if you have the full support of your workplace not just financially because that can be yes or no but in terms of understanding that you might need time I think that's also how it feels for a workplace to invest in you. Yes. Um, that That is what it ought to mean. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be just sending you for the courses that they want to send you for, right? It's a recognition that a an enriched person will likely be a better contributor to the company overall. Um, so Lee says, well... Um, I struggled uh, if I were to take up a part-time course because of my career. I'm juggling full-time freelance at the same time. But I did decide to enroll in a distance learning course uh, earlier because I know I would regret if I did not take this risk for myself and my future. And yes, it gave me the flexibility to do my course anytime I want. That's my primary concern. Um, For my partner, he is on um, another online course. It's been delightful. But as a student that had certain experiences before, I have my doubts on the ability of my tutor or lecturer because sometimes we know more than them. And sometimes classes are taught by part-time tutors. I hope we can have more real experience and important interactions or discussions. You know, I think um, this is sometimes the push and pull of the proliferation of so many online programs, right? Because uh, with so much demand, sometimes the expertise to teach those classes, um, people take shortcuts. They assume that because you're not coming in, that there are certain uh, there are certain things that they can do that maybe don't have to be as... Um, as, as I suppose as a parent, as if a student was coming into class, uh, we have Atta saying, I'm 28 years old, new father to a baby boy since March this year. I'm working for an oil and gas company for eight years. I've been attached to a distance learning program uh, since 2018 under an ops management course. The format is five to seven classes face to face each semester in a duration of four months. Each student has about 16 credit hours, three to four subjects max per semester total subjects 40 for my course. I personally think to cramp each semester to only five to seven classes is a bit taxing. However, there's no way around this. I'm thankful that my current job doesn't require a heavy workload and that I have a very supportive wife who is always there to learn together with me whenever I do my revisions at home. It is a lot. Though uh, I thought of quitting many times, but with the support of my loved ones and also my workplace, I'm pulling through. I have two more semesters left. I do think that there are a lot of redundant and irrelevant subjects which cause the duration to be too long. But that's another discussion. I'm also using EPF withdrawal to pay for my fees. Atta, good on you. I think that that is tough. Um, I imagine that if your work, I mean, I don't know your workload exactly, but I would imagine that any heavier, like if if things were to ramp up, that it would prove difficult to be able to sustain that. But two more semesters, you can totally do this. 
Just to close off, Shamil says, I just finished my master's by coursework last year. It was hellish, mainly because I did it part-time. And one of the rules is that my employee needed to give me one day off to do my research in the lab. So my boss cut my salary by 20%. I endured it for three years, but my boss, uh, but my boss moved me up to manager level after I graduated. Hellish, but worth it. Again, you know, good on you. I think um, the the repeated reminders of hellish or difficult that are coming through, oddly, I don't find it off-putting. I find it reassuring that it is as hard <laughs> as I thought it was going to be because I, I do think that if you are somebody who is proceeding with learning, it is very likely that you're actually looking for that challenge anyway. Keep those thoughts coming. We've been asking you whether you've ever thought about furthering your studies as a working adult. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio and keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. For more stories of the same kind. Download the BFM app.